we host 15 live events a year. And what's important to know is that we have a few events you're not going to find hardly anywhere else. One's called Capital Con, where we have 25 speakers on stage who have all raised $100 million or more, and they all talk for just 10 minutes on how they're able to raise over $100 million. Uh, we also have an event called the Tax Strategy Summit, 25 speakers on stage, all giving 10-minute talks, all on a different tax strategy to help you become smarter on structuring your deals or proactively doing your tax planning. And then each month, we typically have a workshop on how to raise capital. And every quarter, we have an investor summit like the one here today. And it'll be a different type of investor summit every quarter. So after this, we have our real estate CoGP JV investor summit in June in Los Angeles. The date for that should be announced by Tuesday. Um, that's our next investor summit. And then after that, the next summit is the single family office summit, which is going to be in Manhattan in Q3. Um, and then we're going to have the Super Summit again uh, in Q4. So you can always go to familyoffices.com to see uh, the, the events coming up next. So here are a bunch of examples of deals closed from this room. Everything from somebody going out to dinner after one of these events and getting $20 million in seed capital to somebody calling upon an investor in the Family Office Club and landing a $40 million check to smaller deals like a $1.1 million real estate acquisition that recently got done with a few smaller private investors in the room um, or a large CoGP uh, JV $250 million term sheet that just got signed by an individual just walked in here and, and said hello and thank you because they met a family office here in the room uh, and got that deal done through our conference network. So all sizes and types of investors and deals um, are in the family office club. And here is perhaps one of the most important slides of the whole day this is how you really get a return on your time invested here today. First of all, uh, after running 150 of these uh, between workshops and summits, do not assume when somebody says, oh, I run a couple car washes, they might just be humble. They might have 92 car washes and they might be the wealthiest person in the room. Don't just assume when somebody says what they do that they're not also an investor or their main reason to be here is that they're an investor. Um, lots of people don't go around with a name tag of I have a family office or I am a centimillionaire. They, they have an operating business. They might define themselves as an entrepreneur in whatever industry they're in, like an oil and gas you know, CEO, et cetera. So there's some people here who are raising capital, some investing, many who are doing both. Second thing, uh, always add value first. When you're a valuable member of a community, it gets around and the Family Office Club is a real community. None of the 40 speakers here on stage um, none of the 58 speakers on stage at our last event, including the two billionaires and the shark from Shark Tank, were paid to speak, meaning like we're not having some famous person. We don't have Shaq coming up here today, although that might be cool, but we don't pay any of our speakers to speak. They're here as part of the community to source deal flow, to get deals done, to get business done. That's important for you guys to know. Maybe at some point we will bring in a, a Shaq type, but that's that's not 0% of the speakers you see here on stage today. Um, give, some, give some of the investors a little bit of breathing room. If they get off the stage, we'll have them exit the room before anyone starts networking with them so that the noise doesn't get too loud in here. But um, it's not the last time you'll ever see them. Most of them are sticking around for half day or the full day if they're on stage. And if any investor is on stage and you want to get their contact details, their email address, et cetera, we'll help you do that so you can reach out to them and, and connect with them in case you need to leave early for a flight or something. Um, plant seeds and just know that the point of the event today is not to close somebody on investing. Unless you're raising capital in $10,000 chunks, people don't meet you and then invest right away. The whole point is just to associate a name with a brand or tell them the one-liner on what you do and then you know plant that seed for follow-up later. 
Uh, why no breaks? We don't have a lot of scheduled coffee breaks because one, people have fun networking and they don't want to come back in the room. That makes our life a little challenging. And two is that we're going to have many discussion panels on the stage and maybe one of the four or five panel topics doesn't interest you as much as the others, then you can kind of self-select, go network, come back in, et cetera, uh, on your own schedule. And then that way there's not planned times where we're not adding value to someone in the room at least. Uh, I talked about the speed panels and then just the mindset that the, the ROI today can come from strategies you hear from investors on stage. It can come from a strategy that a sponsor is talking about they're using in the marketplace. It could come from an investment structure. After running this investor club for 15 years, I found that the structure can matter as much, if not much more, than the strategy in a deal. So having smarter structures all the time, if you're raising capital or allocating capital, is really critical. Um, investor preferences, just on a macro level of what investors for sure want to be seen, for sure do not want to be seen, you can pick up on by listening really closely. Um, picking up new tax strategies and how partnerships and big J JV and co-GP deals get done are some other benefits of being here today. It's not just walking away with two prospects that maybe you could do business with. It's all these different forms of an ROI. So one project we've started last year is we acquired uh, billionaires.com. And I have this thesis that, you know, just like all of you guys, my whole life I've been listening to books on Audible, reading books, listening to podcasts, watching a YouTube video that's educational from all different types of people. But on average, maybe over a whole year, I might hear a talk or consume content from two or three or maybe four billionaires during the whole year. So I had an idea of something for myself, selfishly, but also I want to share it with you guys because um, it's a free resource you can benefit from. Is that what if for one year you only listen to podcasts, read books, listen to Audible, et cetera, from people that are worth a billion dollars plus? Maybe if you consumed content from 50 billionaires in one year, you'd get at least one good idea or see a lay of the land or identify some macro trend. Even if your ambition is not even to be worth more than $5 million your whole life, there's probably going to be some good idea that comes from listening to all those billionaires. So what we've found is that while it seems hard to do that or it could be hard to do that and challenging, we've spent a couple hundred hours researching and we've found over 500 videos of billionaires speaking at graduation ceremonies, at conferences like this, uh, some at our own conferences, and we're aggregating those. And we have those for free, posting those on billionaires.com. You can watch and stream some of those videos and those interviews. Um, these are not all interviews done by myself. These are just public talks done by billionaires. And then we're also interviewing some billionaires, having some speak at our conferences, et cetera. Um, just based on that premise that nothing, nothing bad could come of that. You know, if we meet one new billionaire over five years of doing this, great. If we don't meet any and we just become smarter, then that's great too. I um, just encourage you to check out billionaires.com. Some of the trends that we have identified already by watching these interviews and consuming the content was just the consistency of demanding excellence from your team, um, the hard work ethic, uh, exponential or big thinking. Do what others have told you can't be done. Um, like Jay-Z in one interview said that people told him, you can't do this. And he realized, no, this is not on me not doing this. You're putting yourself on me. You're saying you can't do this. You don't think you can do it. But that doesn't mean I can't do it. And then he went and did it. Another example of that is Michael Jordan. People telling him, you don't need to do this. You don't need to work that hard. You don't need to do all this stuff. And he said, no, you don't understand. You've just never won anything. This is the price of winning. And that is why I'm doing it. And um, some of those types of comments are interesting to see as a consistent theme. And then... Um, there's many different models to get to a billion dollar plus that can be adapted to a small company, a small business, a family office, and there's not just one model or one strategy. So it allows you to pick and choose what makes sense for you. 
And so one of my motivations of running Family Office Club is just to constantly learn, have interesting speakers on stage. If somebody is really not interesting, then we don't have them back, of course. We want to keep things dynamic and live. And I script all the discussion panel questions for all of our conferences because I want it to, to be fresh for myself and I want to go to my own events and actually enjoy being there, of course. And so we try to look for macro trends and, and themes and then integrate those into how we run our own business. And then that way there's a benefit of our own team going to our own events and we're just more motivated to have the event be as, as great as possible. So this is one example of us doing that. We're building out a real estate platform uh, ourselves for some of our investors called InvestorResidences.com. And those of you who have been to our workshops, um, how many here in the room have been to at least one of our workshops in the past? Anyone? Great. It's probably like a fourth of the room at least. So the, um, the brand name is not Wilson Capital, otherwise you have no idea what we did. Um, it actually has a logo. Lots of investment companies have um, poor branding done. It has a one-liner, makes it very clear uh, what the model is, et cetera. We try to incorporate what we're learning from the investors on stage, you know, a thousand times complaining about the same things and incorporate it into what we're doing and also be able to show this as an example in our capital raising workshops of us taking our own advice and implementing it so you guys don't just think we're just trying to host a workshop, just have something to offer in membership. It's really our genuine desire to learn and implement these strategies. So here's a picture of uh, who's on that team. Um, so what we're doing is we're, we're putting together um, a fund to acquire 10 properties. And it's very simple. Investors who come into the fund uh, get to double their money through quarterly profit distributions in 10 luxury homes. And until they double their money, they get to stay at the homes for 10 or 20 nights per year um, as part of their investment. And so it's a patient, relatively low risk. These are U.S. assets. They're insured assets. They're 0 to 50% LTV assets. And you get to benefit. It's not that fun maybe to visit your self-storage unit and sit in there a bit, but going to a luxury home in Park City or Hawaii or Florida, et cetera, you know, have a bit of fun. And it doesn't blow your hair back, doubling your money in two years. It's not a crypto investment perfectly timed. It's something that's going to take 7 to 10, maybe worst case 12 years to double your money. But if you doubled your money in two years, you wouldn't be able to stay at the houses for any longer than two years. So try to just have a moderate pace, double your money, enjoy the asset. That's basically what we're up to. And this is related to our workshops as well, because we've structured this so that there are no fees that we're profiting from, you know, up front. There's no annual fees we're taking a, a profit on. Uh, we'll lose a, just a little bit of money while running this platform uh, until you double your money and then you're out of the deal once you've doubled your money. So I think that's uh, very much in line with what we teach at our workshops. I just wanted to share that here on stage. Interestingly, everyone's heard of build-to-rent communities being bought up by institutions. It's in the Wall Street Journal every couple of weeks. Um, multifamily is 25% plus owned by institutions, according to CBRE. Uh, Single-family residential is only 2.4% owned by institutions. Institutions are buying so much workforce housing in so many homes that they're being referred to as a new landlord for lower middle class in the future. And people believe that most people will rent 10 or 20 years from now, once the institutions own a huge chunk of these single family homes. And there's aggregators who are very incentivized to make this easier for institutions to buy 1,000 homes, 4,000 homes at a time in one package. So this is a trend that really has a lot of traction right now and I don't see slowing down. Um, this is a picture of some of the locations we'll, we'll be uh, most likely acquiring within this first portfolio of 10 homes. And if you have interest in this at all, um, just go see uh, Laura Clay, who you just met at the Investor Residences uh, dot com exhibit table in the room next door. This is the first property we acquired in Q4 last year. Um, we acquired it at 31.1% below the price per square foot of the last 40 homes sold in Park City by offering all cash 
closing in 15 days. That's not the only way to get a good deal, but it was a broken sale without a country seller. And in that case, you know, worked out in our favor. Here's a bunch of disclosures. It would take the whole day to read over. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is that we're here as a community and those that add value first and those that stick around for 18 months, for 36 months, et cetera, you recognize those faces here in the room, like Carl Fisher from Camaplan. Uh, they have thousands of investors on their platform. They're known for great service. Carl's a recognized face in the room. So he's going to do more business. He's going to make more productive connections here in the room. So we want to be polite to everyone, be professional, be courteous. Uh, no wife jokes. I don't want any Will Smith face slapping going on on stage here uh, at the expo. So let's, let's try to stay away from that. Um, and that's it. So I hope that we can be helpful to you. I hope that we can do business over the long term. And I hope you find the membership uh, worth five or 10 times more uh, than you're paying to come here today. <laughs>